This is Blake Seven in Character, the podcast that travels at Standard by Five to seek out elements from the classic TV show. We'll be taking a look at the one-off characters and occasionally the not-so-one-offs, who they are, what we think, the actor's backstory, and anything that occurs to us as we waffle away. So, stand by to teleport, but this is going to be spoiler-heavy, so it's advisable that you watch the episode first. I was going to start this uh, this episode in a dodgy accent, but no matter how dodgy I'm, I could do it, I don't think it'll be as dodgy as the one we've got to discuss in this one, don't you think? Yeah, I was trying to work out what accent it was to do, and it, it varies from, like, Mexican, Indian. In fact, it's like any accent I do. If I'm impersonating anyone, I sound like uh, Travis in this one. <laughs> I, th- I think there's a bit of French in there as well. There's a little bit of French, yeah. I did, actually, in my notes, I did write down, is he the uh, lower low policeman? I have a lower low in my notes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought of you while I was watching this, because I know yeah. you've got the Dutch DVDs, yes, and yeah. you've said before they don't come with subtitles. No, no, I, would, I, I was wondering, I did, again, I would have liked to have put subtitles on, because some of it I was watching and thinking, what is he saying? Mm-hmm. He's, he's talking nonsense. I've I've never known yeah. what he said, and and yeah. I used to listen to this one yeah. quite a bit on the old audio tapes. And back then, and I've never been able to understand what he says until now, when I've actually read the subtitles. Oh, right. It's like, Does it make oh, any more sense? Yeah. <laughs> no, it's all nonsense. Yeah. It's all nonsense. Um, this this story, this voice from the past. I I've been trying to think about it, and I can't think of another instance of a story in Blake Seven that's been so let down by one single factor. Well, I, I disagree slightly. I, th- I must admit, I thoroughly enjoyed this episode. I, it's, I remember it being embarrassing, and I loved it, but I think I loved it for the wrong reasons this time. But I, I was thinking about it. I think the story's okay. The story's quite good. Every single design or style choice in this is wrong. I think, I've never seen an episode where every single production choice they've made the wrong one Mm-mm. and it's like it accumulates so i mean Tra- travis's accent is stupid but i can't i can't really blame Brang uh that much because everyone else is terrible in this mm-hmm. um i mean the 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 lady politician i was i was thinking what the hell is going on she's she's <laughs> acting like She's in pantomime. I know we always we always say season four gets like pantomime. This is as close to pantomime as season two gets, I think. Mm. Um, mm. But I did enjoy it. I think it's a good underneath all this utter rubbish of the production is a good story. And I, other than Travis's accent, I would have thought it would have worked quite well on audio. See, that, that, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. I, I used to listen to this a lot, and I like this story. I don't understand. Yeah. A lot of people don't like this story. They, 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 they find it one of the worst of the stories from Blake Seven, and, I, and well, I've got to disagree near, because, because yeah. it, 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 it's a really good story. But when I used to listen to it, I, again, I had forgotten all about the dressing gowns that the people were wearing, yeah. the, the the cheapness of just going to the Wembley Conference Centre, and, and, and all and all this business, and and my fault with it was that accent 
Um, and again, it's another one of these things. When they come out on video and you see it, yeah. when you see Chavan's outfit, and it's like, oh, good grief. <laughs> you know? It's... Um... I mean, for, we don't know that, that Travis isn't doing an absolute spot-on uh, imitation of the the actual guy. You mean Chavan would Chavan, have actually yeah. talked like that? Well, I wonder, because why else would he do it? But I can't see a, a rebel, a person inspiring rebellion, that you can't understand what he's saying, unless that was part of his shtick, that you could read into his speech anything you wanted. Oh, he's oh. talking just about us. Oh, yeah. see, that... Yeah. that, that 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 could be quite crafty, couldn't yeah. it? Yeah, I mean, he might be like the Boris Johnson of his day, or the Trump of his day, mm. where you listen back to his speech and go, "What the hell did he actually say?" <laughs> oh, blimey! All right, well, let's start, shall we? Yes, let's start. Yeah. Um, it's written by Roger Parks, yeah. and and we we've mentioned him just recently because he also wrote Children of Auron and uh, Headhunter, which yeah. will be uh, coming up. Uh, two in a couple of weeks' time. Yeah, and I'm I'm presuming that the writers didn't, other than Terry Nation, they didn't have a lot of say in the, the actual production. I wouldn't have thought they'd have they'd have had any. You know, once they were paid and they delivered their scripts, I imagine that was the end of the involvement they had. Mm. So I don't think we can blame Roger for this at all, because like I say, the actual story it holds up. It's really good. It's interesting. It delves into Blake's past. There's a few continuity issues in it but you don't know whether they were in the original scripts or so yeah i think roger gets a pass on this one he, he does and yeah. and like i say the premise of the story that blake is teaming up with fellow freedom fighters yeah. i mean the, the the whole plot hinges on the fact that serverland finds out about this dissent that's going on and this rebellion within yeah. the ranks if she hadn't this is what we've always said that Blake didn't have a chance because he needed planets behind him. But if yeah. if if the insurrection, if 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 the if the, uh, the rebellion starts from inside, that's the way that he he, he could have done it. Yeah, I mean, that, it, it's interesting that because we we bat about all over the place. It's interesting going back to season two, where embarrassing Serverland and the current leadership of the Federation could be enough to topple them that there's enough honest mm. people about that they would you know uh, oppose them themselves so it's mm. really, it's good that i like that i think that's it's it's more realistic can you imagine if this would have been used as a like bringing avalon back in this episode or mm. some of the other resistance people we've seen that would have added to it i mean they they tried with the character we're talking about today ben glynn but I mean, it it doesn't help. It's a completely different actor with the mm. worst beard in history stuck to his chin. He reminded me of the swing your pants, uh, Trevor yeah, and yes, Simon. Yeah, Trevor and Simon, characters. very much so. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like Trevor or Simon's dad. Yes. Yeah, yes, yeah. yeah. Uh, but the actual, the story of, I mean, the, the, the telepathic uh, sort of bit is a bit dodgy. But the story of Blake, you know, meeting up with these and thinking we can, no bloodshed, we can do this, I thought was really good, really interesting. And Serverland's plan's sensible, and Travis is fairly sensible in this, other than his accent. Mm. Um, so the the actual writing is really good. I I, I know it's I know it's looked down on for for Travis, um, his his disguise, um, but everything else about it, I I thought. 
was yeah. quite good. Story, plot wise, and there's some good acting going on. I mean, um, Gareth Thomas is really good in this. Mm. You can tell that he's a different Blake. That there's something wrong with him mm. in just the subtleness of what he's doing. Really good. Um, Villa's a bit played for comic relief again, and as too stupid to live. But I actually, I really liked. Well, as soon as Travis appears as Travis. I thoroughly enjoyed. I thought it was it was a really good performance mm. uh, by Brian Croucher, and I love you. You've been yeah. reading my show notes again. Oh, right. I love the way he pronounces uh, coordinates. <laughs> I think it's brilliant. <laughs> he's so it's so good. How can you not like Travis Mark too? I think he's brilliant. All right, let's get started. Yes, let's get yeah. started. You save Venglind. Yes, he's our guest character today, yes. and he was in the very, very first episode of Blake Seven, The Way Back. Yeah, the Arbiter Although, General. Yeah. The Arbiter General, but he was played by a guy by the name of Robert James. Yes, and Robert James was asked to come back to reprise his role, much like you know with old Ron Tane and yeah. that. But he was busy. Yeah, uh, it's a shame because I did like his performance in the first episode. But saying that, the the actor in this. I think he's he's doing a really good job. It, that beard is awful. They mm. should have they, unless that's his own beard, in which case I apologise to him. But he's he's actually he's doing quite a nice performance. A little bit underplayed, but I think that's in the I, that could be just that the, everyone else is overplaying it. Well, I you could go over the top, mm. but if you're standing yeah. next to Brian Croucher doing his Shavan, yes, yeah. it, it 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 would be underplayed, yeah. wouldn't it? You know, you yeah, can't match that. Would be, yeah. Good Lord. We'll, we'll talk about that when we get there, because yep. uh, we start with a photo of the Liberator um, flying well, this, towards us. Well, this is interesting, isn't it? Because I, I always assume this was a photo of the Liberator, and it's not, is it? Because on the, I finally watched the extras disc, and there's all that uh, like uh, B-model footage that they're doing. Mm. And this, this shot of the Liberator going away and then coming back that always looks like is actually the, a really nice model. Is it? Yeah, I thought it was a photo. No, no, it's an actual really oh, nice. Right. One. You know, with the where the the, the engines pulsing and it looks mm. terrible. And if you watch the, I, I'm presuming that'd be on your DVD set as well. Um, the all the, the like the loose clippings of the model shots, they actually show them filming this, and it's it's they're filming it almost sort of Star Wars style, where you know where they pull the camera back, but then yeah. you're not moving the model. And it's an actual model shot, and I was quite surprised. So I've actually put in my book, this is the model shot that looks like painting. It does look like a yeah. photo. I just yeah. thought it was a photo cutout. Uh, okay, all right. Um, okay, so that, that that's that, and we go inside. Yeah. And oh uh, Yeah, oh what room What room is this? Well, I mean, it's it's the, it's the one room they've got, isn't it? Which is, it was the medical bay. It was Callie's room. It's um, a lounge. This is, this is the yoga room. Well, I've got here, Callie is practicing yoga. Yep. She she does. Avon looks to be praying to Mecca. Uh, yeah, some, I thought he might have gone asleep, mightn't he, to be fair. This is this is with the first of the I mean we're saying that every every choice is wrong. This is the first of the wrong choices. It it doesn't really work. No. Them doing yoga. It's nice that it's a throwback to Callis still worried about fatigue and that she might suggest this, but I can't imagine, even if Blake ordered Avon to do it. I can't imagine Avon doing it. So I think that should have been Villa or, I well, there's no one else left on the crew, but Gan, if he was still a, uh, Avon doing the yoga, just isn't right. It doesn't. There's no way I could see him doing it, even to humour them all. Is that a proper yoga pose? I don't. Um, you asking the wrong guy. Because <laughs> hmm. I don't know. It's, it could be called the uh, the the praying 
rebel, I don't know. Yeah, and, and, and Blake's pose is a bit odd as well, yes, isn't it? That doesn't yeah. look comfortable to me. No, no, Blake, he's, he's in, he's in a, a very um, open and relaxed shirt again, isn't he? Yeah, he's unzipped. But, yeah, he's unzipped. And he's almost pirate shirt this time. But yeah, yeah. It, doesn't look, it doesn't look like it would relax you. Does it? No. These, these, yeah, no, these are meant to be. Yeah, relaxing exercises. I mean, yeah. it, God, that 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 would kill my back if I tried that. I know. I think Villa had right idea, wasn't he? He was probably off drinking. He, he was yeah. off. Yeah. The only one who comes out of that with any uh, dignity is Jenna, because um, yeah. yeah. she's not really doing anything. Yeah, and, she's, uh, she's decided not to bother. She's just having a sit down. Yeah, I, I've said before, this is my favourite of her outfits. This burgundy yes, outfit. I, yeah, um, I actually it's wrote a really this smart outfit as well. I said, you know, this is uh, Jenna's outfit is great. Yeah, really, really nice outfit. And her hair is not very bouffant in this one. No, um, yeah, yeah, it's, it's just like a regular hairdo. So yeah, she comes out best out of all this. Um, so so Blake's in that odd pose, um, yeah. and he keeps hearing this uh, tone. We hear it. Yeah. He 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 hears it. He keeps hearing it, and Callie says she does faintly as well. What's wrong? That sound. I keep hearing it. Hypertension. A sort of tone oscillation. I heard it too. But it was very faint. Very probably. These exercises of yours, Callie, do not appear to improve the temper. It's, a, it's an interesting idea, this, um, that they, they sort of say it's a, a projected uh, telepathic beam. Just how much power would you need to do this, you know, mm. to project at any great distance? Um, I mean, I, it's interesting that they don't immediately think that Blake's just suffering from a bit of tinnitus or something, mm. you know, because they've been by a few explosions, haven't they? So, they have. You know, but yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting that Callie is obviously picking up the sort of the overflow she, of this. The overflow, yeah, yeah, yeah. But Avon, he reckons it's just hypertension. Yes. Um, and that's at that point, that's when Blake stomps off to the flight deck and uh, Villa's on the flight deck. That's what he was doing. He might have been yes. having a drink, but he was looking into where they're going to. They're going to a, pa yeah. a paradise place called Del 10. Yeah, they um, always try and leave someone on the flight deck, don't they? Which is quite sensible. It is quite sensible, they yeah. They unfortunately usually pick Villa or Gan, <laughs> yeah. which is not sensible. Hmm. But Blake ignores him, comes in yeah. and fiddles with the controls, and it turns out he's, he, he's recoursing. I thought you had to go through Zen to do something like that, but he, he was just using manual controls and has just told the ship to go somewhere yeah. else. Well, you can you can manually do it, can't you? Because in um, Spacefall, they man Jenna manually operates oh, of course because she they did. don't know. Yeah. They do, well, we, we don't know that Zen's about at that point, do we? Hmm, hmm. Well, he stomps back off again, and uh, Philo, you know, how long till we get to Del 10? And that's when he finds out from Zen that Blake's changed course. Yes. And now, now they're going to somewhere called Asteroid PK-118. Yes, which is 0.102 spatials in diameter. Yes, yes, yes. And, oh, well done. Yeah, I wrote um, it down. Yeah. I thought, oh, that's interesting. I thought, no, it's not really. <laughs> it doesn't mean so, anything. Villa runs off and he tells the others, and they catch up with Blake as he comes back into the flight deck with a spacesuit. I don't know why he's gone off to get a spacesuit and then goes back to the flight deck. But, uh, yes, it, he is there, and he's got this spacesuit. What about Delta? Well, what about the Vita particles? They can wait. But why this asteroid? Zen, details of destination. Asteroid PK-118 has diameter of 0 0.102 spatials. 
It was removed from Ceylon orbit five years ago for hurite ore extraction. Mined out in two years and discarded in beta region. Life support systems installed by mining company. Presumed still functional. Presumed? Blake, what about Del 10? Why are we diverting to some discarded rock? Any reason, Blake, or simply a whim? A guessing game, perhaps? Priority mission. Whose? Why? Objective. I command this ship. Do you indeed? You lead. We don't take commands. You've always explained, given us reasons for things. When he had any. This time I choose not to. But Blake, if for you... For once, just try trusting me. Um, Zen says this PK-118 is a mining asteroid. And uh, Avon wants to know what's going on. And Blake says, I command this ship. And uh, Avon snaps back, do you indeed? And yeah. uh, looking rather cheesed off as uh, as he does so. And for once, Jenna... Uh, disagrees with Blake because she says you lead, we don't take commands. Yes, well, it's, it's good this because Gareth Thomas, the way he's playing it, you can tell there's something not quite right, mm. which I think is, is really sort of cleverly done. And so Jenna realizes there's something up here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he stomps off again, doesn't he? And yes. uh, you, you know, telling them to trust him, and he. Away he yeah, I like Avon's uh, line yeah. to that, isn't it? Really Blake, good. Blake keeps hearing renounce, renounce. Yeah. renounce. Um, it reminded me of, you know, the um, Spanish Inquisition sketch, mm, where, yes. where they keep saying, uh, recant, recant, recant. Yes. <laughs> Conf no, it's confess. confess, that's it, yeah. Confess, confess, confess. confess old lady. It's yeah. funny, because we we, we've got a comfy chair scene coming up in a we minute, have, which... Yeah. Which reminded me of the Spanish Inquisition as well, but yeah, instead of confess, confess, it's renounce, renounce, and um, and uh, and he's fighting it. Yes, and uh, this is the the first mention we get of the uh, Freedom Party, isn't it? I think. Yeah, yeah, that we find out that's what his group was called, yes. the Freedom Party. Now um, I, I got confused, so because it's not very clear, is this his arrest in and trial that's meant they're talking about in uh, the way back? Or is this his original group that he betrayed sometime before the way back? They sort mm. of conflate the two together, don't they? It's it, it, it's left vague, but there is a reason yeah. for it, and the reason for it is apparently by the time of season two, they thought the trumped up charges against Blake was a bit strong. Yeah, well, and that's, that's why there is no yeah. So that's why there's no mention of you know him being found guilty of dot dot dot, and it becomes this renounce. So it could be the very first time he was arrested, or it could yeah. be part of you know his trial that he was put on for. Yes. Yeah, because he wouldn't have been quite so uh, amenable to Van Glynd if he had if they'd have said uh, you got me done for pedophilia. Yeah, 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 yeah. Been... yeah. Um, but he's fighting it and starts freaking out. And I think it's very telling that Avon is the one who restrains him and tries calming him down. You know, we've said yeah. about this before, haven't we? Yeah, he, for all his bluster, he, I think he respects and he does value Blake mm. because Avon's one of those people that constantly wants to bitch but never wants to step up and actually do it i mean we do it you know, himself you know i'm all from work don't we and, and yep. our private lives and things like that and and avon's like that and i think again it's it, it shows what really good uh character writing they had on blake seven hmm. that 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 fits perfectly there you know he doesn't he doesn't want B blake to be out of the picture really no no 
Hmm. But no, no, I, th- I think that's a nice touch. And uh, Blake has one of those tranquilizer pads put on, which we've seen before uh, with Gan, didn't we? With Breakdown, yes. they, they, they use that on him. Yes, they. Um, then they say something about that they used in with. What do they call it? Crim, crimin, criminotherapist or something? Crim, crim, crimotherapy. Crimos again, yes. yeah. Yeah, we're back to the old crimos. Yes. Mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm. Well, back on, we're back to the flight deck again, and uh, they figure out it's got to be something to do with the brainwashing that he had on Earth. Yes. Um, Some really plus... nice throwbacks, aren't there? Some it really is. Nice callbacks, it is. So. Yeah, yeah. Considering this is Roger Parks, who you know yeah. only did three stories, I don't know if it was uh, overwritten by you know Chris Boucher or, or, oh, or I what. Imagine. But, yeah, uh, I, ma- I imagine it. It'd be nice to see the original script, whether any of this was in it. Mm. And this is Chris Boucher. I've got something about the original script in behind the scenes. Ah. Okay. Um, So, uh, yeah, they they also know there's an oscillating sound and they connect Aurac to Blake's head and wait for the tone. Yeah, really good that. I I thought that was quite clever. Yeah, because when they do that, they can all hear it it now, can't they? Switching into audio. Is that it, the tone? Yes. Orak, what do you make of it? Records show audio frequencies related to this range are commonly used by criminotherapists. Of course. As trigger signals for hypnotic states used to condition convicted offenders for memory revision. And they would hypnotize them with a combination of drugs and one of these trigger signals. After a little while, a few days, they would no longer need the drugs. The signal itself would be sufficient to keep them under. So could Blake be somehow hypnotizing himself? He goes to sleep, he dreams, he hears the tone... And And then he awakens under the influence. It doesn't make for the most dependable of leaders, does it? Random course changes to random asteroids. Orak, can this trigger signal be cancelled out? Emergency treatment data recommends dual therapy. Dual? Of course, with another human being. What? Who must remain conscious so as to monitor approximation to stress threshold? You, Callie. Very well. Suggest Jenna. Me? Why me? Closer origins. Well, I'm not all that alien. Come over here, Jenna. Heartless calculator. That's just the problem. No heart. Put your head back. Don't I even get a tranquilizer pad? The object of this exercise is that you remain conscious. Then you can tell us when he is getting near. Getting near what? Threshold. Of insanity, you mean. (laughs) Don't overreact. Remember, this is for your beloved leader. Well, I hope Blake appreciates this. Mm. I I wish there'd have been a um, sort of Marvin the Paranoid Android-style line from Orac about He's amazed how anyone can live in something so small when he's connected to Blake's brain. But... <laughs> yeah. Um, Orac says it's memory revision. It was used by crimotherapists. Uh, yes, first used drugs, yeah, and then an audio trigger. And uh, and that's when Avon butts in. It's like, yeah. of course, you know, da-da-da-da-da. Um, of course, yeah, he's, a, he's an expert again. He's now an expert on yeah. crimotherapists, yes. Yeah. And uh, eventually the audio will do for the job. You don't need the drugs anymore. And, and Orac suggests Pavlovian conditioning, isn't it? I that's right. Yeah, Orac suggests some dual therapy with somebody who stays conscious, and yeah. Um, yeah. you know, Callie's all for it, but yeah. he suggests Jenna. 
Yeah, because uh, he, he says um, Jenna's closer, doesn't he? And then Callie says, I'm not all that alien. Yeah, I'm not that alien. Yeah, yeah, yeah. similar origins or something, yes, similar yeah. backgrounds and that. And, uh, and uh, says also, Jenna should do it. we've got to give Jenna something to do. Yeah, I do like her line of heartless calculator yeah. to yes. Orac as, uh, as she's grinning. And, uh, and but Yvonne says, remember, this is for your beloved leader. Yeah. This is for your beloved your, leader. Your, not yeah. our beloved leader. Yeah. Your yeah. beloved leader. Yeah. yeah, very interesting. And uh, Orak interrogates Blake, and we hear his sentencing from the very first episode. Yes. Um, and as I say, though now mention of the child abuse um, uh, has been removed. Yeah, and... which is, I can understand. Mm. I can mm. understand them doing that. Yeah, so I think all this, uh, you, you, you know, renouncing that, it's it's... It's meant to be fighting for freedom, yeah. you know, and not, not, there not wasn't, to clear his name. Yeah, unless there wasn't much time between, I mean, we've never really discussed how long it was between him grassing up the Freedom Party and then uh, that, the them coming back. to find him. Yeah. yeah. It so could, could be. Yeah. It could be that they thought he was dead, and it, it, yeah. it's some time later that somebody spots him, and it's like Blake's still alive, yeah. but he must be brainwashed. They might have tried meeting him in the street. Hello, Blake, and there's no recognition, yeah, and, and that's him, what yeah. started, you know, the um, them trying to like get him out of the city and everything. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Um, yeah, he, he starts freaking out again. And, yes. uh, and, and, <laughs> we get a br- the Avon's brilliant karate chop. Two karate oh, chops. Yeah. It's those karate chops that everybody did back in the seventies, yes. didn't they? You yeah, know? you could hit someone vaguely in their upper body, and that would knock them out. Yeah, but it didn't work this time. Uh, no, not, not, not at all. And and there's much screaming from Jenna as well yes. while this is yeah. going in, and that's when Villa comes in. Renounce, renounce, renounce what? Tell us what. Freedom. Freedom Party. Your party? You formed the Freedom Party? No. Guilty. Guilty. Guilty to all charges. Sentenced to confinement. Penal colony sickness alpha for life. life. No. Life. Must speak. Life. Must listen to me. False. False. False what? False evidence? False trial? False verdict? No. Guilty. Not as charged. You must believe that, Blake. Believe your innocence. Guilty. No. Conditioned under hypnosis. No, no. Yes, Blake. Standard hypnotic procedure, audio pulse signals with visual support. False. Diminishing your control so as to wipe out memory. No. Renounce. False. Renounce. False. Renounce. False. Not false. Standard oh, hypnotic oh, procedure. Oh, stop it. Yeah, stop it. Help me pull him back. You've all gone mad. Stop it. Tranquilizer, pal. A hypnotic illusion to eradicate memory. I repeat, a hypnotic illusion to eradicate memory. And I do, again. I do like the stop it, stop it. You've all gone yeah. mad from him, you know. Yeah, he's um, although he's he's he is too stupid for words in this episode. He does get some nice lines, and Michael Keaton is always worth watching. He's always watchable. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, he can't. They calm him down. Orac says it's going to be twenty six hours of therapy with yeah. uh, Blake under constant retreat, uh, restraint. And uh, and sometime later, you know, they're on their way back to Del Ten, and th- here it is, the comfy chair. Blake yeah. in the comfy chair. Yes. And uh, Callie reckons it's space fatigue bringing this all on. Um, and uh, he's left alone with Villa, yeah. who who takes the tranquilizer pad off and goes to give him a drink. Blake. You want some water? 
No. Got us back on course for Del 10, have they? That's right. And not just yet. You know what's happening, don't you? Happening? Avon and Kelly. What about them? Paired up. Mutual affinities. You mean? Oh, it's been going on for some time now. I didn't realize it had gone as far as this. As what? Well, why do you think they're so keen to get us to Del 10? The Vita particles. Who said? Well, you did. No, Avon said. I didn't want to resist him, block him or it. Would rouse his suspicion. I needed time to form a counterplan. What are you saying? Our only hope is this asteroid. Correction, our nearest hope. But you're suggesting... Oh, betrayal, treachery, piracy, call it what you will. That is what Avon and Callie are up to. And Jenna? No, not Jenna. I think she was probably duped by the other two. How? Space fatigue, is that what they're saying? Huh? Well, it's obvious, isn't it? They gave me some form of drug and then put on a show for you and her. Well, Avon has been excluding me a bit lately. It's nothing to what he'll do when he gets to Del 10. What? He might allow you to stay on afterwards. He'd be stupid to reduce his manpower more than absolutely necessary. Well, what do we do? The first thing to do is resume course for that asteroid. Right. One more thing, Villa. Oh, yes, sorry. Asteroid PK-118. Right. Yeah, Villa's worried about him. And it's interesting that Villa immediately believes Blake ahead of everyone else. Mm -hmm. And I think it's because he trusts Blake, doesn't he? Yes. Yeah. He's, he's friends with Avon, but he doesn't trust Avon. And he looks up to Blake, yeah. doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah. He, so whatever Blake says. And, and it is... It's quite... Again, quite cleverly done. That that why would Villa instantly not trust Blake because he's not really been involved in any of this. So when Blake says something, he's mm. used to Blake being right. Yes. So yeah, it, it it's good. It's well well written. So I don't understand why people hate it quite so much. I don't, there I don't. is a ton of filler shots of the Liberator turning round, doing a few. Oh, the turn. backwards and forwards, backwards yeah. and forwards, and and um, it, it, it's shots we've already seen before in yeah. previous stories. So yeah, yeah. And I thought if if you add it up, you could probably have another five minutes of of plot going on. It could be just padding. Yeah. It, could it could have be, it could underrun. Be short. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I, you've said earlier, you know, Gareth Thomas is playing this really, really, really well. Good, yeah. Because he's quite lucid and he's quite calm. And he reminds me an awful lot of how Gan was yes. when, you know, yeah. when, when he was talking to Callie during breakdown, you know. Yeah, it, there's definitely... We, we know something's wrong. And we can... The, the subtleties in his performance really good. I mean, he was such a good actor. He was brilliant, wasn't he? Yeah. Um, and he tells Villa that it's a conspiracy... Um, Avon and yeah. Callie have teamed up for a mutiny and I do like even though you know he's under control uh, he can't make himself condemn Jenna he, yeah he says probably not Jenna she's just been you know deceived by the others he's standing up for Jenna yeah even which though is, he's under control yeah but that's brilliant as well because that makes it more believable for uh, Villa mm. that he's not if he'd have said they're all against me then you think yeah. mm. but the fact that he says no not Jenna I think she and it's so lucidly done, and so yeah, it, it, again, lo lovely little um, little nuances to this. Yeah, yeah. And he tells Villa that the only hope is to go to P 
PKK118. Yes. And uh, I like Villa's... Well, Avon has been a bit distant yeah, with me lately. Yeah. yeah, he's a bit put out because, yeah, Avon's yeah. his friend and he's been a bit distant, you know. Yeah. So, so you know, there's a bit of believability for him. That's adding to him buying Blake's story again, isn't it? Yeah, these are all real people. Yeah. Isn't it? We're not... Again, we, we say this so often, but we're not into the season four pantomime characters. These these are real people behaving like humans in space, not mm. spacemen. Very well put. Very mm. well put. Um, so Villa's been convinced to change course yet again. We get the yes. ship changing <laughs> Another again. Another turnaround. Yeah. yeah, Blake's scarpered, of course. And uh, the others are back in that room because that's obviously the only uh, set they've got prepared for it. Yes. And I like the way Jenna notices that the power level has changed. Yeah. She's a pilot. She's the pilot. She would know that. Yeah. Again, nice little character touch. What are they all doing in there, though? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Because Avon's just sat there looking at the wall, isn't he? Mm. Why are they all congregated in here? Perhaps, Perhaps... where the camera is on the fourth wall, that's actually where the telly is. Oh. They, they go in there to watch telly. Or the kitchen. Or the coffee yeah, machine's the there. Kitchen. Yeah, it could be <clears> the coffee <throat> machine. Yeah. Another good moment is when Blake locks the door because yes. it's really nicely handled because you don't really see him. It's not telegraphed. You see his shoulder and a bit of his head and then the door close, uh, closes and Avon goes, Blake, you know? It, it's yeah. not telegraphed that he's there, really. Yeah, it's, it's quite subtle in an episode... The, where the direction isn't particularly subtle. Mm. Mm. So, so that's that. He's he's locked to the door, and uh, Villa yeah. comes along, and he's he's nobbled the the the, the keypad, hasn't he? Yeah. Um, and uh, we, we do get a lovely shot of um, where I presume, because they've zoomed in on it, where the teleport bay is on the Liberator, because it zooms. Oh, is it in there? Yeah. Well, I presume so because they zoom in and then it cuts to the teleport bay. Oh, I so see. I'm, yeah. So I'm thinking, oh, that that could be the the suggestion we've got. Oh no 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 no. That's in a minute. Um, no no. Oh, have uh, I got, I've, yeah yeah. I've jumped forward a bit. Yeah yeah yeah. You've jumped forward. Just before that, Callie is saying that she thinks it might be artificial telepathic transmission. Oh yes. Yeah, and yeah, and she the... says, yeah, there were a couple of our on scientists who were working on it and yeah, who disappeared. Lucky, yeah. yeah and there was a rumour that they might have tried selling it to the Federation. Yeah. Now, of course, they did sell it to the Federation because Ven Glind has got has it. Got it, yeah. And I like that. I like the fact that somebody's done a deal with the Federation that doesn't involve Serverland at all. Yeah, because yeah, you get the feeling the Federation are quite amenable to buying people out rather mm. than mm. massacring people, aren't they? They would rather use their... Which is, again, very, very realistic. You would rather buy out your enemies mm. than you would go to the bother of trying to kill them all. Mm. And again, it's, it's it's really nice real world politics. Yeah. And I'm guessing all this is happening. This the, the, this signal is being transmitted from Venglin because Venglin knows that if he just tried contacting Blake, yeah, Blake wouldn't would believe him. A, he'd think it was a trap straight the, away. Yeah, the man he? that put him away, yeah. you, you know, now they, says that he's defected. They couldn't get Shivan to contact him on the radio because you wouldn't understand a word of what he said <laughs> they go is that static <laughs> 
Well, then the moment you you've just said about happens. Yes, this yeah. this zoom in on the liberator. It's a really nice effect oh, shot. Lovely um, model detail on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah good old Martin Bauer. Um, yeah. And it zooms in on the red wedges. Yeah. Um, so and, and then goes into the teleport bay. So yeah, the, the assumption is this is where all the living areas are. They're around about yeah. where the wedges are, not up right at the front of the nose cone, where we've uh, proposed it is before, but but some way back. By those wedges yeah which sort of makes sense because they're all around where the flight control deck is which we know is is around that area because that's where the london dock the london dock's just yeah. forward of that and didn't we say before that we think that the red wedges are most probably the cargo base yes yeah, yeah. Um, where they 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 use it to scoop up that uh, in time squad ship. yeah 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 it's the only place it could be that that the, the, the only thing that sticks out yeah <laughs> well, yeah it's the only bit that sticks out yeah so yeah no i like that that, that that's yeah. really nice and um blake's in his silver spacesuit i can i just say i love his pointy helmet the way it points yes, at the back yeah. like that it's 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 i presumably it's been tailor-made for this story because i can't remember that turning up in blake seven the the, the the rear pointing helmet. Well, at I all. I was go, I was going to go and have a look at like Moonbase three and stuff like that and see if any of like the helmet or anything appeared in that because the the helmet's much nicer than the rest of the suit, isn't it? The helmet mm. and the collar. Yes. The rest of it's just a white uh, decorator's overall. Yeah. Hmm. No, it, it, it's really nice. I also like the fact that it's a spacesuit and it's got no air tanks on the back. Yeah, none whatsoever. But then I thought they might, you know, it might be very limited, compressed. It could yeah. be all in that pointy helmet. That's what the yeah, pointy bit at the back is for. for yeah. yeah, yeah. And I love his double thumbs up to yeah. Villa. I've, I've, I've. Whenever I, I like things on a Blake Seven Facebook page, yeah, I always so, use yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. It's really good. Oh, it, it, it's really sweet. That's really sweet. Not the next bit because oh, we have the yeah. most terrible CSO next. I mean, I, I, in my notes, I put, "Wow, what a shitty planet! <laughs> it's awful. It's it's worse than Captain Zep." I've got down here almost as bad as that Moloch drawing. You know that yeah, Moloch yeah. drawing? It's on Actually, par it, with yeah. that. You know, it's, I, it, yeah. It's it's just again, the production on this is every choice is wrong. This is shockingly bad. Yeah. The, this is as bad as the baddest John Pertwee Doctor Who oh, CSO easily, things, you know, easily. because he's just superimposed over this drawing. Yeah. And you could forgive a lot of John Pertwee stuff because it was cutting edge at the time. They were, it was experimenting on Doctor Who to get CSO to work mm. properly. But by now, I mean, they, you know, they they do CSO in, or at the time they were doing CSO in things like Are You Being Served and stuff like that. Yeah. So. Why is this so bad? It, it's just got to be rushed, I suppose. It's got to be rushed. Be, yeah. And what is that drawing? What are those lines? <laughs> I don't understand looked, yeah. what I'm looking at. Do you remember you used to get... Um, there used to be like an art set where it was like you put inks on water. Yes. And, like yeah. a, and you'd put paper on it and it'd make like awful hippie-style pictures. They look like one of them It does. To me. It yeah. does. Oh, it, it, it is shocking. Um but uh, I like the next bit because we go back up to the Liberator and they're at the porthole of that room and they're looking yeah. out at the asteroid. And I like, I like Jenna in this, you know. I mean, we're getting towards the end of um, season two and she's quitting because, yeah. you know, she but didn't have much to do. It's a shame because she's finally sort of coming out. She is right near the yeah. end. She's, she's, she, she is having moments. I mean, this whole predictably barren line and saying about wretched mine companies, no sense of aesthetics, yeah. you know, with a little wave of her hand, you know, that's character stuff. If, if she'd yeah. had more stuff like that throughout, I don't think she would have left. 
I mean, this this could be one of the better episodes for character stuff, which I suppose in itself is is an indictment of how they treated her character if a voice from the past is Jenna's best episode. <sighs> Bless us. No wonder she left. Perhaps it was after this she went, yeah, yeah, I'm not coming back. Yeah. <laughs> So we go back down to Blake. We've got uh, we've got more bad CSO. Not as bad as that first one, but no, it's still but pretty still poor. Bad. Yeah, when he goes in the mine, he goes past this very seventies airlock sign. Yes, uh, yeah, very seventies. Yeah, through the door, and a gun is trained on him from yeah. this bearded bloke. And uh, Villa's lost contact, so goes to get the others out. And um, we go back down, and that bearded bloke has led Blake into a room. Right. Yes. Where, where we've got four people lounging around on the sofa in grey dressing gowns. Yeah, it looks like a spa day. The the decor looks like a spa, a cheap seventies spa, and they're all they look like. I mean, I, I was thinking, what were they doing before Blake turned up? Mm. Do you think they were just sat there going just bored and they go, they were playing I Spy perhaps? Or, I don't know, but yeah. mm, I well, think... that, actually, that would have been perfect for Shivan, wouldn't it? I Spy with my beady <laughs> fake eye. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I did notice, though, that one of the four uh, was an Asian woman. So that answers my yes. question from the Ginka episode. There, there yeah, were right. other a- Asian actors in it. In Star Wars, she would have been Ginka's mother. She would have, yes. Yeah. Maybe yeah. in fanfic, she is. Yeah. I don't know. Because they just did sat you, there. They're not yeah. talking. Yeah, they're not doing anything. Did you? Um, one thing I did notice, and I, I couldn't think where, but the gun that uh, Weirdy Beard is holding on Blake was so familiar. It was familiar but, to me. I, yeah. I think it's a Doctor Who one. Well, I thought Ark in Space, because they've got those very long, thin, mm. barreled guns. Um, but I was going to look, but I didn't. No, I was thinking it. of um, oh, The Invisible Enemy or something like that. Yes, it, it's around be, yeah. that era, isn't yeah. it? You know, It's a nice gun. It's, it's, uh, it's obviously made out of chromed metal or yeah, something. Yeah, it's very pointy it's, as yeah, well. Very it's pointy and shiny. Pointy but... and shiny, yes. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, they're sat there. They're not talking. And uh, opposite, there is something... <laughs> Yes, sat in a chair. Oh, here we go. Right, do you want to start? Well, I mean, where to where to begin? It's just, it's shocking in that as a disguise. I mean, it works as a disguise because every part of Travis is covered. But as a believable disguise, I and I was trying to rationalise this. So I was thinking, so his eye, his gammy eye, is outside of the bandages. Yes. Like it's stuck on. And then I thought, perhaps it is. Perhaps he's blind, he's injured, and they stuck that eye on as, you know, as sort of a, a to make him feel a bit better. And it is actually a fake eye stuck on the outside it is of the bandages. Eye. Yeah, but then I thought, if that would have been me doing it, I'd have used one of those googly moving eyes <laughs> to put on there. Because he wouldn't know, would he? He wouldn't. he wouldn't know. And then they could all be sniggering at him. Look at Shivan, look, look, look at his eye. Um, and then on the other side, you've got a hole in the bandages so that Travis can see out. Mm. At least he wasn't stupid enough to do it the wrong way round, and he would have been blind. Well, my, my first <laughs> question about the eye is, are we supposed to think that that, glass eye is a real eye well i that's the question is it or isn't it i mean it looks so bad i think it's meant to be but it looks so bad i just feel if if the real uh shivan if that's a dead spit for the real shivan I, i'm quite feel sorry for him because that's got to be sore mm. that the bandages are touching his eyeball 
No, it's ineptly done, but I think yeah. what the idea is... Um, Fenglin doesn't know what Shivan... Shiv, th- this person shuffles along, and yeah. I'm Shivan, and he just believes him because he's naive. But I think we are supposed to think, and Blake and everybody is supposed to think, that's a real eye, because then it can't be Travis, because it's over his yeah. left eye, it's over his eye patch was, eye. That was Travis's um, cunning plan. Yes. Yes, yeah. yes, I think that's exactly what it is. Oh, right. and, and you never see his left arm at all through all no, this. He keeps, you know? Yeah, he keeps it hidden. Yeah. But, um, I mean, he's also got he's got a, a neck brace on. He's got a neck brace. Which leads to the most hilarious scene in Blake 7 ever at the end of the episode. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the voice. Oh, hang on, we haven't finished. Yeah. We haven't finished. Hang on, before we get to the voice, right, there's some sort of, like... I don't know, plaster of Paris yes, over the, his the nose. Middle, yeah, the middle bit of his face is plaster bandage gone off. Yeah, and then you've got and actual the bandage on the top. Yeah. yeah, so it looks like a paper mache balloon, his head, basically. Yeah, which are actually wrapped round mm. Travis's head, and it's not like it's a hood or anything. No. Because later on we see when he removes them, they're just dangling. Yes. And I, I want to see the backstory to this. I want to see Travis coming up with this disguise. I think that would be an amazing scene. See, I can explain it away, how bad all this looks. We, we, are, we haven't also mentioned the fact that he's wearing a green sheet. And yes, he's got a pink, pink sheet, med- yeah. And a pink medallion. Oh, yeah, a pink freedom medallion a that pink. is literally just a piece of perspex. They haven't bothered doing no. anything on it. We used to do those at school. Yeah, yeah, we that was it, yeah, in, um, in IT technology or, class. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I can explain all this away, that he does look so badly... Be- bad because travis has done it no this is this is travis's attempt and he's got to do it all one-handed as well hasn't he so one-handed and with no depth perception yeah (laughs) you you might be right yeah you might be right but then why did everyone fall for it because they don't know what shivan now looks like you see so uh, this guy shuffles along says he's shivan and they believe him and do you think that it's actually very cunning on travis's part that they would go Oh, if it was a trap, they w- it wouldn't be that bad. It, it can't be that bad. Yeah. If, if it's a, no one would if, if, no one would use that as a disguise. If it's a Serverland Travis Travis trap, it would be far yeah. better than this. It, yeah, it's got yeah. to be real. But I, I tell you what, uh, uh, plans within plans within plans. <laughs> <laughs> Despite all the many shortcomings of this Chavan character here, it has crossed my mind to actually make a Chavan outfit. Oh my god, that would be amazing! Be- because it would be, it'd be easy well. to do. All yeah. you need is a neck brace. You can easily make a um, a plaster of Paris front bit of yeah. your of your uh, for your front bit of face. I would if you're if you're doing that for a convention, and I'm there. I think we should put a googly eye on it. Yeah, <laughs> like a teddy bear, you know, moving teddy bear eye. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I yeah. think that would be that would be brilliant. Because you know, would you do the voice? Oh no, I, I couldn't. I, I would have to have a voice box somewhere hidden inside now, inter- the green robes yeah. of recording of him. You know? Interestingly, um, you you were telling me the other week about uh, patrolling with um, the five hundred first that you have to stay in character yeah. all day. I'd pay. I might. I might write <laughs> to them and suggest that they tell you to do this because I'd love to see you have to speak like that all day. No, I tell you, I've, something that's just occurred to me. If I did do that and I was going to have like an MP3 player playing it, yeah. um, contact Brian Croucher and ask him if yeah. can you please do some lines for me? <laughs> you know? yeah. Do you know do the not, way I... to the toilet or something yeah. like that? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 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 
Yeah. Oh, dear. That'd be brilliant. Oh. Actually, who he reminds me of more now that I'm thinking of it? Do you know in Blackadder Goes Forth, the German spy that's in hospital? Oh, yes, yeah. He sounds like that. He's he does. He's got that style of voice, yeah. But you say Blackadder, yeah. now I'm thinking yeah. about Blackadder with a bag over his head with the yes, accent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry about the bag, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, yeah, perhaps it's all it's all coming together. It is coming together. All right. Oh, like right. His voice then because as bad as he looks, you know, <laughs> yeah. they have to help him to stand up to begin with, yeah. don't they? Yes. And yeah. and and then, you know, as bad as he looks, he then does speak. Is he come? And as I say, I had to I put the subtitles says, on. Yeah. That first thing, I never knew what he said, no, right? But no I, idea. I put the subtitles on. Is he come? Wow. So not even good English, really. In a minute. Is he come? Yeah. Then Glynn says in a minute, his, his, his body is, is wrecked, but his mind is still keen. No, it's not. Is he no. come? Unless he, unless he is meant to be German or something. I don't know. I don't know what Brian Croucher is doing here. I really don't know what I he's think, doing. I think Brian Croucher is having a bit of a laugh. That's what I think Brian Croucher is doing. Mm. Oh, dear, oh, dear. I mean, if you need to disguise the voice, put it through um, the, a ring mod- modulator or something like that. Yeah. Go the Cyberman route. Go the Dalek route. Yeah. You know? Well, they could have had, you know, like the um, in Mad Max where uh, Charlie's got the voice... Look, module you, and he holds it. Are you yeah. somewhere in this room or have like Charlie with the throat mic in Mad Max? There you go. Yeah. You got me again. I think, it's, I think it's because we share the same brain cell. That's what it is. That's what it is. Yeah. Um, you know, oh, it, it, it is shockingly awful. Um, I mean, yeah. the one good thing you can say about it is he doesn't sound at all like Travis. No, that's true. But he doesn't sound I, like anything. Yeah. That's, no, that's no language. That's mm. no accent that exists. But you, you immediately think this isn't a character. This is someone pretending to be this. Character. Yes. You imagine. So, and then you think, well, we've we've seen Serverland, or we will see Serverland. It's got to be Travis. Mm. But you're, you, it is a good. You don't. You can't tell it's Brian Croucher. No. No. Um, so perhaps you know, perhaps he's a lot cleverer than we think. Because he Travis. doesn't sound yeah. like Brian Croucher doing that no. terrible accent. It doesn't sound yeah. like Brian Croucher. I have thought of another reason that. For, for for this strange uh, choice in voices, and it, yeah. if it is, it's incredibly petty, and that is that the director of this uh, story, George Spenton Foster, didn't like Brian Croucher. Right? There was there, there yeah. was just something between the two. They didn't get on, and he didn't like Brian Croucher. I'm I'm hoping it's not something that he might have insisted on doing this to try and nobble Brian's career. You know, possibly. It would be or very it, petty it, if that was the case. Could it, yeah, could it be the other way where um, Brian Croucher knows that the director doesn't like him, so he's doing a stupid voice. Oh, what, to nobble the actual to story? Nobble, yeah, wait, waiting for the director to say something, and the director never said anything. Mm, could be, could be. Well, Villa, he, he, he gets the others out, um, and on that asteroid, in, in comes yep. our guy, Ven Glind, um, and at that point, Shivan stumbles over to give uh, Blake a greeting. Yeah, to give him a hug. Now, how much restraint is Travis showing here? Because his life is to kill Blake. He's giving Blake a mock kiss right now, isn't he? He has his gun hand there. He has Blake right in front of him. He could kill him right now. 
and his goal is over. Well, I, yeah, I, I thought that. I thought, why doesn't he kill him? And I thought, well, he must be that he wants the Liberator, which isn't really a Travis thing to do. Serverland wants the Liberator. Travis doesn't want it. He, I think Travis would be happy to die killing Blake, mm. wouldn't he? I think as long as he knew that Blake had died, mm. he wouldn't care. Um, and then later on, he, he leaves the Liberator when he's got control of it to go and get Blake. See, I've got, um, I, I've come up with a reason for it, but I'll talk about that when we reach that yeah. moment, okay? But I have thought of a, a, a reason for all this, why right yeah. now his nemesis is there. He's given him a mock kiss, you know? Yeah. <laughs> he is in his embrace, and he could kill him, but there is a reason, but we'll talk about that when yeah. we get to it. Well, I mean, because this is all part of Serverland's plan as well, and Serverland wants the rest of the rebels, mm -hmm. doesn't she? Yeah. But you're right. How much how much restraint on Travis's part there is? Because at this point, it's not like he is particularly keen on following Serverland's orders. I mean, yeah, it's. I, if I would have been, I'd have just shot him. Yep. Just shot Blake. Yep. Yep. Um, it seems that this Chavan is another freedom fighter, uh, uh, yeah. either a contemporary of Blake or an older one, like that American guy we saw, you know, in, in yeah. the way back, you know. Um, and Blake thought he was dead. Um, but Venglin says, no, his body's destroyed, but his mind is still keen. Um, yeah, which we don't. <laughs> and Ven introduces himself to Blake. And uh, I like the fact that we get affirmation there. It's been two years since Blake's yes. trial. So yeah. Blake has been out almost two years, because you've got to uh, knock off a bit for the uh, London travel time. Yes. Yeah. But virtually so two years. Yeah, so uh, season time is universe time. Yes, it? yeah, so. it's, it's happening in real time, virtually. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Um, and yeah, he's the Arbiter General and he has defected. Yes. And um, we were saying before about padding with the uh, the Liberator going backwards and forwards, backwards and forwards. The next thing, uh, we go up to the Liberator and we've got a, a, a beauty shot of the Liberator, but it's a long beauty shot. I think I think you're right. I think it's over uh, underrun. You know, yeah, I, it it would make sense because it gets if you as soon as you notice it, it's rapidly becomes silly when you're watching it and going, oh, another liberated shot, oh, another mm. elongated liberated mm. shot. Yeah, I think you're right. It's probably underrun, mm. and rather than film anything, it's just as easy to bung a load of special effects in. Mm. They've got them on yeah, hand. Indeed, Avon and Jenna, they're going to teleport down, and uh, Callie wants to know why Villa betrayed them, um, and uh, Blake calls, and he wants them all to go down. Yeah, um, but uh, Callie is suspicious. Um, yeah, Callie's sensible as ever. Yeah, and even more so when she loses contact with Jenna and Avon. As soon as they go down to the asteroid, yeah. she loses contact. Um, they're down there. They've met Shivan now as well. Shivan. Only a few survived. They managed to save him to sustain the flame of liberty. Some hope of that. Ah, but there is, my friend. There is as never before. Ven Glind recently defected from the Federation and with enough evidence to condemn Servland and her friends to eternity. Ah, but only if we can reach that Governor's Summit meeting. Yes, of course, we must teleport immediately. Ava and Jenna, your spur bracelets. Now, just We agreed that, you... that there would be no access to the Liberator without clearance by ORAC. I'm giving them clearance. Look, we've been on the run for a long time. What have we achieved? Access to Federation ciphers that have been regularly recoded. A raid on Central and empty pretense. Talk of Star One. Talk of an alliance. Talk, talk, talk. Until now. Shivan and his friends, a senior Federation official. A chance. Our first real chance. And uh, Avon queries 
um, um, Ven Glind about it all, but he gets overruled by Blake. He gets spoken over by Blake. Yes, yeah. Blake Blake's uh, playing the old "I'm the captain of the ship" again yeah, in front yeah, of people. Yeah, I he? do the talking. Thank you very much. Yeah. And uh, Ven Glynn says he's defected and he's got the dirt on Serverland and her allies yeah. enough to put her away. And but to me that doesn't make any sense because Ven Glynn and Lagrons, who we're going to see coming up soon, you know, uh, they're Federation, and so they must know what she's like and what the Federation are like. Um, well, that's why I say at this point they must be expecting that this will work. Mm. So they're, they're still under the impression that the Federation is basically honourable. So they're old school Federation right. and they don't yeah, realise school, that, yeah. you know, Serverland is representing this ruthless militaristic side. Yeah, this is, this again, and it, it, there's always, especially with Terry Nation stuff, there's always parallels with uh, World War Two and that and Nazi Germany. It, it, this is very similar to, so uh, when at the beginning of Hitler's run, the 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 powers that be thought that the system would handle mm. Hitler and that he you know, people wouldn't not play by the rules. And this is the same with Serverland. They're expecting Serverland as soon as she's embarrassed or that they've got proof that she embezzled the Orac money, they're expecting her either to stand down or to be arrested mm. or yeah, they're very naive. That but <laughs> You've done it again. Very naive. I have it typed here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I haven't got a camera in the car. I think oh, there's some sort of spy yeah. bot in here. I'm sure of yeah. it. Yes, uh, perhaps it's a beam telepathic. Oh, is that what thing? it is? Yeah. <laughs> well, Blake he he wants the spare bracelets for Venglind and Co yes. to go up to the to the Liberator, but Avon objects, saying that they, they that they had all agreed that no one is allowed on the Liberator before first being checked out by Orac, and that's nice. Yes, yeah, it's interesting that it's like I like that. It infers that there's been a scene where all the crew have sat around and discussed the subject, and it's been a, a, a mutual thing. Okay, we're agreed, all of us. Nobody is allowed up unless Orac screens them first. Yeah, they very rarely stick to it, but it's nice that they've they've thought about this. Mm. Um, there's there is there's some nice like bits in this that that make the the Blake Seven world much more believable and larger, isn't it? And it, there's some good writing in here. Yeah. Um, but Blake overrules them, you know, he, he he's fed up. Yes. He, he's fed up with talk, talk, talk. And he's really yeah. good. Gareth Thomas, again, is really good yeah, in this really bit. Good. Yeah, And he wants action. He, he wants to really hurt yeah. the Federation. Um, so this the, the Liberator sets off for this conference with, with Ven Glynn on board. The evidence, my friends. Surveillance report on Supreme Commander Serverland's attempt to cheat the Federation of 100 million credits in return for the supercomputer ORAC. Confidential report on your trial, Blake, and the subsequent elimination of your defence lawyer when he discovered that the evidence against you had been falsified. Need I continue? Enough, as I have said, to convict the Terran administration and Space Command. Only if you can achieve a fair and honest court hearing. Which is, to put it mildly, improbable. Ah, but it isn't. It isn't. Listen. Governor Legrand of the Outer Gal region... The only sane one amongst them. No, there are others who will follow her lead. The majority, in fact. But not if it means bloodshed. Only if a solid legal case can be presented against the Terran administration. A case backed up by just such physical evidence as I have here. Arrival at Atlee Zone at 21.15. All right. No time enough to liaise with Governor Legrand. 
This meeting at Atlee. The annual meeting of all the governors of the Federation. The ideal moment. But why should they give you a hearing? They will hear Governor Legrand. They're off to Wembley. Yeah, off to Wembley. But how many are the followers, all right? Because when they're on the Liberator, you only see Venglin, Chavan, and the beardy bloke. But then later yeah. on, at Wembley, you've got some more of the people in their dressing gowns. So Yeah, so I don't know whether they were on the Liberator or whether they made their way separately. Mm. Um, can I just say at this point, the, the weirdy beardy guy is awful. Oh, he is. The, he's the, the actor is te- I don't know who he is. I've never Might seen him in anything him, else. Yeah, he's he's just terrible. Mm. Almost, I mean, saying that the um, the 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 lady diplomat, she's terrible as well, mm. but in a different way. Yeah, we're coming up to her soon. Yeah. Um, um, Glynn says that he's got evidence uh, to put yeah. uh, Servalan away. I, and and just to contrast it, it he's really good in this. He plays civil servants so oh, yeah. well. He's got that, that civil servant attitude. Perfect. Yep, yeah, yeah. He's got proof that Servalan tried buying Orac yeah. and also that Blake's lawyer was murdered when he found out, you know, that the whole thing was a sham. Yeah. And Some really nice, again, some nice throwbacks to reward those viewers. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. They've been staying with it, then. yeah. And he has the evidence in what looks like an old video cassette box. Yes. With, yeah. with a light on. I'm sure it is a video cassette yeah. box because of course back then nobody knew Maybe really would, knew what yeah. video cassette was. That would have been new. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's stored in a cheap plastic drill case. Oh, I know exactly yeah. what that is because I used to have a cheap plastic uh, cheap drill and it was in this silver yeah, 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 briefcase sort of thing. That's exactly what that is. Yeah. Again, this the I know Blake 7 we're used to it being a low budget production, but this is this is amazing. Mm. How how cheap this episode looks. Oh, it, it's not good. Um, Van Glynn says that Governor Legrand. Uh, That's it. Yeah, yeah, the only sane one according to Avon. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But does he? So the only sane, and uh, I'm presuming him, he's meaning the only sane one out of the outer world governors. Mm. So, but is Avon an expert on outer world politics? Looks like though? it. Looks like yeah. it. Yeah. But this Legrand is willing to take a look at it and act on it if there's no yes. bloodshed. Um, and if if they can give an assurance of that, she's going to tell all at this governor's conference yeah. that they're on their way to. Yeah, I, I if I was um, if I was the rebellion though, I I would be worried about Legrand from the first line because she can't pronounce Severland. Severland. It's uh, with a D. I've got Severland. Yeah, she yeah. she does call her Severland. Yes, that's the next thing. Yeah, uh, we've got Space Command and uh, Severland, who I thought looked very, very young. Uh, yeah, I, I guess it's, it's because we haven't seen Severland in season two for a while, and uh, Jacqueline Pierce looked an awful, awfully young in that. She did. She she reminded me of how she looks in um, Seek, Locate, Destroy. Mm, mm. But that was a year before. Yeah. But uh, they, there's no way they could have filmed it then. Because it's the same. I mean, it's, it's her little office with the walls and that. But there's no way they could have filmed it then. They wouldn't have known. No, they wouldn't no, have been that far no. advanced. But yeah, this Legrand is on on the video um, in the TARDIS. In, yeah, yeah. Yes, uh, she is an odd one. She's got an odd vocal inflection. This woman. Oh, it's just weird, I don't think yeah. I've seen Which, her in anything else. Yeah, I don't know whether it's is it clever that she's playing someone that isn't sort of from Earth. Or is it just that she's a terrible actress? I, 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 I think it's the latter. Yeah, I'm I'm steering towards the latter. You are correct. Yeah, um, Servalan has heard rumours of Shivan uh, is alive, and therefore security yeah. at the conference will be stepped up. 
and after the call to uh, to Legrand, uh, she sends the message: "Behold, the mutants shall wither." Yes, I'm presuming that's a coded message to the conference centre to say, "Get ready, they're on their way." It's I not to Travis, so, yeah. is it? It can't be to Travis. Well, I don't know. This is the second time they've mentioned mutants in this episode. Mm, and, and it's not yeah. even a Terry Nation story. No, I know. Mm, mm. Um, Blake refuses that pink medallion. I think I would as well. Yeah, I uh, would. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're right, mate. And uh, Callie is checking with Aurak. Is that man really Shivan? He could be. A voice scan is incompatible with that tracheal vent, but he conforms with records of size, weight and gender. In the absence of a cell tissue scan... What about Van Glynn? Records confirm his identity, also his recent defection from the Federation Post of Arbiter General. So what is wrong? You deduced it yourself earlier. I did? Space Command has long tried to perfect a course interceptor, attuned to the circuitry of navigational computers and rational coordinators like Zen. The scientists on Auron, however, had the wit to aim for the weaker point. The human brain. Correct. A telepathic order was beamed to Blake to force him to reroute to that asteroid. As you yourself foresaw. So tell us something new. It is to Blake you should look for the new. What's that supposed to mean? That they are still influencing him? Correct again. But how? A device of that kind would need an enormous power source. Agreed. But now that they have... Now that they are close at hand, low power, of course. So it's here on board. Right. And uh, he says that it could be Chavan, but the voice box is damaged. Yeah. No, it's not. It's just it's just <laughs> terrible acting. Oh. Yeah, what does he say? He says uh, the height and build. The right size, weight, oh, and gender yeah, right are correct. Yeah. Yes. That's not a lot, That's is not. It? He, that doesn't narrow it down. He's male and he's the right size. Um, yeah. No, it doesn't narrow it down. But that definitely is the real uh, Venglind, who has indeed yes. defected. And Orax says that it's a telepathic order beamed to Blake and that he's still being controlled. Okay. But, yeah. Nice scene there. Yeah. I like, not, I like when they realise Blake is still. Yeah. Paul Darrow's very good because this is season yeah. two, Paul Darrow. You know, um, yeah. Avon says to do that would take an enormous amount of power. Orax agrees and goes to continue, but Avon butts in with. Now that they're close at hand, of course. Now that they're close at hand, if this was season four, he'd do that. Ah. On there, wouldn't he? Ah. He would put an ah yeah, he would in get, it. Ah. <laughs> well now. Yeah. Well, and there'll be a few yeah. well nows as yes, yes. Yeah. The control unit must be on board then, and it needs to be destroyed. And Orax says, yeah. and restore Blake to his senses. Yeah. To which Avon says yeah. the two don't necessarily follow. Good line. Yeah. He's brilliant. He is brilliant, yes. Um, Blake deputises Villa to go and get Legrand. Yeah. Um, I love this. I like Michael Villa Keaton. Villa so easily He pleased, is, yeah. yeah. And, and, you know, when, when she comes back up, he gives her a little bow, doesn't he? Yeah. yeah. Oh, he's, he's loving it. I he's love loving him, it, yeah. yes. Um, and uh, I didn't know what Travis said at that point. I don't know what the hell he sounded like. He said... Protocol for your puppy day. Careful with that. Yeah. Precious box of tricks. Precious to us all. But the most of all gleaned. We did. Leave that, Chavan. For you alone, you the real master. Be careful. The 
Eminence Gris. You imagine I haven't smelt you out? Sharp of you. You think I'm so damn enfeebled as to forget the rules of the game? Enthrone your puppet plague to post your emperor claim whilst you enjoy the real fruits of power. Governor Legrand must be greeted. You still need me, brother. Did I deny it? Brother? Do, do you know? Did you write it down? The what, sorry? What Travis said at that Right, I, I, I have written it down. Oh, because... good. Because I, I couldn't... I watched it three times. Right. I was like, well, I don't know what he said. It might be important. The problem you've got is that, number one, it's it, it's a strange accent, and number two, grammatically, it makes no sense. So oh, you're looking yeah. for a pattern uh, in words, yeah. okay? Um, and I've written down a couple of them. I've, I should have written them all down. Um, the first one that always stumped me, he actually says, protocol for your puppet, eh? Wow. I would not have guessed no. that. That makes no sense. The next one I've written down, and I, I, I could just about hear it. He's, he says, your precious box of tricks. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, it's just dire. It's terrible, terrible stuff, you know. And how does all this work? Because Venglind obviously thinks that the, the real Chavan is in front of him. Okay. Yes. And But he's coming out with this. Oh, I've got another one. I've, 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 I've realized I've got another one here. Mm-hmm. Shivan says to Van Glind, "You imagine I haven't smelt you out." Yeah, that that was weird. In that, you get the feeling there's some sort of past between these two. Yeah, and and it's like Shivan is is thinking that Van Glind is going to betray him, that yeah. he's still working for the no, Federation. No, that never comes out, does it? That's never. It seems a pointless thing to do. They never mention it again, sort of mm. thing. But yeah, there's definitely some tension mm. there. And uh, perhaps we should have had a few less Liberator shots and could have explained yeah. this. It's terrible. Like you said uh, earlier, it's like a low, a low. It really is. Oh, yeah. Um, and, and yeah, I definitely needed the subtitles. Um, I, I'll mention it now, you know, because at this point, you know, um, Travis as Chavan is there, Venglind is there. He can easily just take the, his disguise off kill Venglind, the others don't even know that he's Travis, he could go off and kill them one by one, right? Yeah. He could do it, but he doesn't do it, and I think the reason is that later on, he wants to go down to the planet, right? He's got the Liberator, he's got Aurak, and that's what Serverland wants, but that's not what Travis wants, but I think what Travis is up to is he wants to go down to the planet, show himself to Blake, so Blake knows that Travis has got the Liberator, then kills Blake. He wants Blake to know that I've got the Liberator, I've got Aurak, I've yeah. won, now you die. That's what he's up to, that's why he's going through this pretense of being Chavan still. Yeah, could that makes sense. But it, it still would have been a lot easier if he had just gunned them all down on the teleport bay. <laughs> it would have been a much shorter episode then as well, yeah. yeah. Um, in the teleport bay, you know, Avon is trying to reason with Blake. Is Ven Glynn supposed to be visible in the background there? I don't. I, I wrote this down. Ven Glynn just stood waiting. And I think he's not I meant to be. I don't think he's meant to be. I think he thought there. he was out of shot. 
Because it's not like, you know, in one of the previous ones where the, uh, Avon comes on and yes. you're meant to uh, and, and you know that, that he, he heard Avon yeah. and Jenna talking about yeah. him. Yes. Yeah. From the look on the actor's face, I think he's... He's stood there waiting for He's his He's waiting cue. for his cue. He's just looking yeah. down at the floor, waiting for the line yeah. that prompts him to then come in. <laughs> yeah, which is terrible. You would think, why did they not spot that? Or perhaps they did spot it and didn't have enough time to... Again, all these deficiencies that we've been talking yeah. about aren't on the audio. The only deficiency on the audio yeah. is Chavan's voice. Yeah. You know, everything else works fine. You know, if you close your eyes and listen to this, it's, it's a terrific story, you know. Yeah, you're right. Never has a, a story been let down by its production mm, mm, yeah, as much yeah. as it. Well, it's a shame. Yeah, in, it's a indeed. Shame. Yeah, that, that's when Villa and Legrand teleport aboard, and uh, and yep. um, it's a bit of a, a, a contradiction to what Venglin was just saying. Venglin says, you know, I'm going to give Legrand the the evidence, and um, she will follow it up if there's no bloodshed. But now we find out that mm. she and Venglin have been preparing for it for years. Years, yeah, and but they want Blake to head the federation. Yeah, they need a figurehead from Earth. Yeah. If they, if they've known this for years, so we're, I'm presuming they mean two years, because the evidence is that Blake's trial had been tampered with, and that they've uh, Servalan embezzled the ORAC money. Mm. So, at most, it's two years. Yeah, know, they say years, but why didn't? Yeah, why didn't they do something before? Mm. And then they're, they're quite. A little bit racist, aren't they? Because she says that uh, he who heads must be from yeah. Earth. Yeah. Why? I don't know. To lead the rebellion on Earth. I mean, yeah. Maybe Earth is 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 full of racists. But wouldn't or... it been wouldn't it been great if we'd have seen Avalon here? Or... Yeah. It would have been so. Yeah, much Blake could have better. said, "Well, go get Avalon." You know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, because they say Chavan is spent. He can't do it. Um, he's out. So it's got to be Blake. He's going to be like a messiah. Yeah, why did they bother bringing um, Chavan if because he doesn't? They say, oh, "I'll just leave him. He's decrepit." It's why did that, they even that is a good them? point. Was he meant to be going down to the conference? I think so. Yeah, that's what I. That's what I thought. He was weight. going down, and then it. Yeah, it would be like a hand, a passing of the rebellion torch to the passing of the pink play. medallion. Yeah, yeah, passing of the pink medallion. Is that a euphemism? <laughs> I don't know. Um, but yeah, he does nothing. It's like, oh, he's too knackered to do anything. Just mm, leave him. Mm. She, I think they. I don't. I don't think they thought he was too knackered. They were too embarrassed. Yes. I know. Can't I get, would let be. him get up and do a yeah. speech. Oh. She also admits that the Auron folk mm. uh, were responsible for beaming yeah. the control signal to Blake. Um, and, yes. and as I say, I mean, how come the Auron folk contacted Legrand and Servland didn't get whiff of it? You know. Yeah, it's all a bit. Unless Servland did know need... about it, and she's let yeah. them. Go ahead she could have, but they they didn't need to mention any of this stuff. Mm. You would have just gone, oh, okay, and pieced it together in your mind. You don't need them to confirm all no, this. No, it just creates more questions mm. than it answers. Legrand tells Chavan how Servalan still fears him, and and all three hold yeah. hands. And I do think she's she, she's a bad actor because she breaks the fourth wall at this point. Yeah. She looks directly into the camera yeah. and says about you know it's the trope Try it or however you yeah. say it, my friends. It's, she's terrible, yeah. Yeah, it's not a good moment, is it? Avon and Callie are back with Aurac. The Grand referred to it as a course interceptor. Now in the possession of Glind. Can you counteract its transmission? I have specific programming against telepathic influence. So you have. However, given direct access to its circuitry... Oh, well done, Aurac. Well, go and get it then. 
if necessary, by force. And uh, yeah. Aurak can't block out the uh, signal as he's programmed against telepathic yeah, influence. Yeah, nice little throwback. That's a very yeah. nice nod back to Shadow, yeah. isn't it? I mean, it's, it, when he says it and Avon goes, it's like, of course. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he says, I, on the other hand, given access to circuitry, and Avon goes, oh, well done, Aurak. I love that. Oh, yeah. well done. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah. <laughs> Better than... Ah. Better than ah, yes. Uh, Blake, Legrand, Chavan, and Venglind get to teleport to the Atlay shuttle. Yeah, why did they not just teleport down to the base? Mm. I don't. Other than the fact that that you can fill more time with, I'm presuming stock footage. I don't. I doubt they've done that lovely model shot for Ooh, this. Oh no, no, no. I've I've got a bit to tell you about that in a minute because okay, we're not good, quite good. there. Because just as they're about to go, that's when Avon, Kali, and uh, Orak on a trolley comes in. Yeah. Avon, listen to Orak. Just listen. Your dreams, Blake. Yes. They were stimulated for you by the influence of a beamed telepathy transmission. Telepathy? What about these people here? The governor, the arbiter general, aren't they real enough for you? Your weapon. No, Ragu. Our two friends must be convinced without threats of force. No true bid for peace was born from coercion. Agreed. Only from truth and trust. All right, then give us the truth about this so-called course interceptor from Auron. The Arbiter General will show it to you. Certainly. That, according to Aurak, has direct control over your mind. Well, the device was simply beamed into the circuitry of your navigational computer. Ah, well, in that case, you won't mind leaving it here on the Liberator when you go down to Atlee. Which we must do without further delay. You will leave it. Why not? It's already served its purpose in uniting us for the common cause. Acclaim it for that. But be careful not to tamper with it. At this close range, it could cause serious damage to your computers. Is that correct, Orak? No. Negative. Denied. Incapable of damage. The surest way of protecting Orak from damage is to switch him off. Is that correct, Aiden? Leave us the key. Why? Orak's far too valuable for needless risk. Atlee shuttle on orbit vectors for teleporting. <laughs> yeah, he's like... Um... He's like in Red Dwarf when Holly creates the uh, mobile platform. Yeah. I'd love it if Orak had his own like yeah. motorised little trolley and he can yeah, trundle around the Liberator, yeah. you know? Just just laid in a, a motorised wheelchair with a Tamiya remote control <laughs> in front of him. Brilliant. It would be brilliant, wouldn't it? Yes, yeah. Well, Orak tells Blake he's been ordered telepathically and uh, yeah. Avon wants to know about this device. Um, um, is it the video cassette? Um, yes. And Venglin says he'll leave it on board, but don't meddle with it um, because it can, um, you know, cause serious damage to the computers. And and Avon says, "Well, is that true, Orak?" And he's like, "No, nope, yeah. no." Nope. Orak's yeah, brilliant. Yeah. Yes. No, no, of course he's, not. He strongly yeah, he's, refutes he's superb, it. Yes, yeah. yes. And Blake ends like it by Orak. switching off Orak and taking the key. Yeah. You know, he's a git. He is. He's, he's a, a control git. Yes. Really good as villainous Blake. Yeah. Man. And Shivan says that he doesn't want to go. He wants to stay on yes. the Liberator. He's knackered, And yeah. uh, Nagu, that's the guy's name, the bearded bloke. Oh, is Na that, did he Nagu, yeah, yes, okay. yeah. It's to stay with him. Mr. Yeah. Nagu. Yeah. Right, here, here we go. This is the Atlay shuttle now, um, yeah. um, landing. And um, no, it's not stock. It was done especially for, uh, for, um, for really? this. In for fact, this I th I'm making a note of the time. I think I'll put in here just um, um, about what Matt Irvin had to say. 
about it. Guest craft, other than the Liberator and Scorpio, you can say pursuit ships if you want. But... Uh, well, no, it's the Atlas shuttle because I designed it. I designed the sequence it was used in. Veer Lorimer, who was director, of the, you know, who later produced to be director of the episode, was highly delighted. I think I think he was the right one on directing that episode. Um, highly delighted. I actually managed to produce a, a sequence, a model sequence. Normally, with all the BBC shows, not just Blake, it was. Here's the Liberator, cut to inside. Mm. It's just for establishment. With the Atlas shuttle landing on top of what we call the Pan Am building, I got a sequence in, I got five mm. shots in. It was a terrific sequence. In which they it? used. I mean, it didn't enhance the story anymore, but it meant it, it, meant it wasn't just, oh, here's yeah. actors in the studio. And they took it. They took their time with it as well. Yeah. It wasn't a two-second yeah, thing, was it? For some odd reason, I had time to do it. I mean, it was a simple thing to do. It was all built out of stock stuff. If you look carefully at the top of the Pan Am building, there's all craft already made. Mm. Uh, I just plonked there, just, and the shuttle came down, the engines came on, and then we took it down on a hydraulic ram, which mm. came out the store. So, I mean, mm. it was all stuff that we had lying around, and it probably took half a day to shoot. Yeah, it's so, terrific. It's good to see that it still exists yeah, as well. Yeah, it does, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Right. Um, because Matt Irvin, um, when I was talking to him at Small Space last year, I, and I said, you know, your favourite ship, guest craft or uh, from the thing he said it was the atlay shuttle and he said it was because he created the atlay shuttle and he was very pleased with this effect sequence and he said for oh, it's lovely, yeah and he yeah. said for some reason um you, you know he was given time to produce uh, you know a period of time of footage to come up yeah. with it you know and i think it's padding I, he, he didn't yeah. know the reason yeah. but i think it is padding but he also says something um, about how some of the parts of the docking platform are reused. He says reused. Um, From what? Exactly. I mean, I was looking and I couldn't see anything that I've seen before in Blake 7, unless he's talking about kit parts. He's talking about, you know, reusing yeah, kit parts for it. Yeah. Or does he mean, as he's slightly mistaken, and he means he reused it afterwards for something Oh, it could else. be that as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Avon's getting nowhere with that device, and uh, down on Atlee, they're in the conference centre. Yes, which is, so, I mean, it's anyone that's been there, it's so familiar. Um, I, I've been there numerous times myself for, like, the model engineering mm-hmm. exhibition and stuff like that. Um, it's, it, it, I can see what they were trying for, mm. But it doesn't work at all. And then what, the thing that kills it as well is you see that exit sign, which is just a. You've seen so many times on the snooker yeah. above the. I can't the believe stage. nobody yeah. just put a drape over it because yeah, all you needed yeah, put something a bit of cardboard, a bit of cardboard anything to cover up the yeah. very seventies yeah. exit signs on the yeah. doors. This is the second calendar, you know, maybe a thousand years in the future, yeah. and you've still got exit signs like that. It, it almost feels like they. Um, that something's fell through and they've just they've gone where, where can we film yeah. well just you know literally just two stops along the underground we got Wembley yeah. and they've gone there yeah. it's awful oh, it is awful and you know it's that the, the like the guards are not there either are no. they so it's only it's only the people in the dressing gown and Blake and yeah. that it's, it's so cheaply done it is it is you notice Jenna's got changed for it as well she's back in that ball yeah. gown you know, um, yeah, I mm. I thought that was a bit weird. Mm. It doesn't. I mean, she looks much better in the leather gear. Mm. Yeah, indeed. Um, Nagu comes onto the flight deck. Yeah, and, and, and promptly dies very badly. Yeah, with a huge comedy with a wobbly in knife back. in his back. Yes, yeah. yes, yeah. Uh, which is pretty poor. But I do like the next bit because Shivana masks himself 
and uh, but oh, yeah, why why did uh, Travis knife him? Why didn't he shoot him? Because he's got to keep it quiet. Oh, you know, yeah. because yeah, at this point he does. He unmasks himself, and it's stubbly, yeah. Travis. And and he looks great. From then. now, he he, he does. We, yeah. we we said this before, and um, you know, I think now now Shavana's gone. Things improve. I could try frequency intervention, but what do you want? My my lady Legrand. What's wrong? My lady. Travis. One move. Just one move. So much for Blake's new epoch of peace. How are you feeling? Excited. Not without cause. Your finest hour. Good luck. To us all. I'll uh, wait for you in the antechamber, all right? Oh, yes, of course. Legrand and Glind are traitors. Their futile subversion was monitored from the start by Servalin. It was her idea to send the incapacitated rebel Shivan as a fugitive to outer girl. So you and the Supreme Commander are working together again? Let's just say our objectives coincide. I wonder if the rest of Space Command realize that. Do they teleport? Oh, yeah. It, it gets very hectic in a minute. Uh, an awful lot happens in a very short amount of time. Which is, yeah, which is weird considering it's been so leisurely so far mm. it's again it, it's sort of it's sort of it suggests that whatever they had planned they either didn't film properly mm. or they had to curtail it so like i say was was wembley a fullback yeah. yeah. i can forgive shivan now because when you've got travis there pointing his gun hand you know yeah. snarling with his stubble, that, yeah. that's a brilliant shot. You know, he, 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 yeah. it's filmed brilliantly as well because the camera's low down, pointing up at him. So he gets a hero shot, old Brian here, doesn't he? Yeah. You know, and he gets some great. I love it. I love it the way he says, "To the teleport." To the tele- he's, <laughs> he, like, he, yeah. he, he, he almost it's growls so it, doesn't he? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, the others down in that conference centre. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, there's no one there in the auditorium, and it goes dark, no. and Serverland appears on the cinema screen. Yeah. Now, that is a proper cinema screen, which means up in the projection box, they are showing film of Jacqueline Pierce doing this. Some projectionist yeah. is actually showing Servalan onto a real yeah. screen. That's not there's CS Dodon. Somewhere, yeah, somewhere there's a 35mm yeah. bit of What I was about to say, does film, it still yeah. exist, this bit of film of Servalan saying Going these lines? On. And then this very odd choice of looking to the left and right to where yeah. her guards are, these close-ups of her eyes. Yeah. Well, I, 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 I don't know whether... Yeah, the close-up of the eyes is weird, because what is she looking at? Mm. She's not there, mm. unless it's some sort of two-way thing. But then it cuts to the guards, and they're obviously not at Wembley. No. <laughs> yeah, they're just they're stood in a corner of a room somewhere. Yeah, it's so bizarre. bizarre it's a editing. strange directorial choice to have yeah. this. Li- and also, we've got a close-up of her mouth as well, haven't we? Yeah. 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 Very odd, yeah. Who's filming this? Yes. 
Serverland was in Space Command. Yeah. I mean, unless she's meant to be yeah. saying that this is, we're meant to believe this is being transmitted live from Space Command. I don't know. I don't yeah. know. It's all very, it's all very odd. But uh, yeah, that, that, the troops open fire. Uh, Legrand is mown down, as, as do all the others. Yeah. Um, is wounded. Uh, but he's dragged into the antechamber where Villa is. Villa, I, I never did yeah. mention, Villa says, oh, I'll go and wait, you know. Yeah, he stays, well, he's nicking stuff out of the... Uh, is it that, or is it, or is it? you know, he's got yeah. some sort of, like, he's sniffing a rat and, you know, being cleverer than he is. Well, it's like, oh, uh, yeah. I'll wait back there, you know. Well, I think, yeah, I think it's, he's he's probably, yeah, you're right, he's probably thought, I don't want to be involved with this, whatever, because if it's genuine... They're gonna, you know, it's not gonna be a good thing, and if it's a trap, it's not gonna be yeah, a good thing. Yeah. But yeah, I, I like to think he was just helping himself to the, uh, <laughs> the chocolate bars, because that's weird as well. Isn't it? It's just a, a, a chocolate dispenser set there in the mm, room. Oh, the, yeah, yeah. Again, poor, poor. Teleport emergency. I repeat, teleport, no teleport emergency. Jenna, not possible. Don't touch those coordinates. Activate it now. What are you playing at? Bring us up immediately. No. 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 Blake! Put me down there. Do it! Get Blake up. Drop your weapons, Travis. Come on, Callie, get them up. Get ready to teleport, now. Do you read me, Jenna? Get ready to teleport. No, Callie, stop, no teleport. Do you read me, Jenna? No, Callie, negative. Oh. Jenna! Because they barricade themselves in there with that, don't they? Yes. And um, yeah. um, Jenna teleport, uh, screams for teleport. Yeah. Um, Again, very poorly edited. This scene. Well, this is this is where it gets really, really fast, yeah. doesn't it? Because yeah. Travis says not to change the controls and put him down. Um, don't touch the coordinates. Put me down. Yeah. Blake takes off his bracelet. I don't know why he takes because he's freaking out again, isn't he? Because of this signal. Yeah. I don't know why it's now going off. Um, but uh, he takes off his bracelet. Travis arrives. Jenna pleads not to teleport. She takes off her yep. bracelet to stay with Blake. Villa is teleported up, but not Travis. Yep. How come Villa teleports up, but Travis doesn't? Does he take the bracelet off as soon as he arrives? You, I don't see him do it, but I don't know. Or if if the if he's got the teleport bracelet on his robot arm, would it register that it's been worn? Well, it must. Well, it must do because he well, teleported down. down. It, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, it, it happens so quick now. I mean, yeah. for, for for obvious padding that we've had, but they couldn't have, you know, taken their time and paced this a little bit better. Yeah, know? it's very, very, very rushed. Mm. Van Glind, he's enraged yeah. and uh, and attacks Travis. Yeah. And yeah, he try he's trying to strangle someone wearing a neck brace. <laughs> he's an idiot. Hey. Yeah, he's going to break his own thumb. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Avon smashes that video cassette. Uh, which yes. breaks the hold on Blake. 
And uh, the two teleport up as Travis kills Venglind and then is taken by the guards who have managed to push their way in. Um, you know, I don't understand what happens then because the guards arrest him, right? Yeah. But in the next story, Gambit, he's on the run again. Yeah, well, I presume um, Servan and let him out again. Mm. Mm. Well, actually, yeah. there is a bit of a, uh, uh, a reason for that in behind the scenes. Oh, right. All right. I like to think that Travis was—he's uh, so good that he just killed the guy. He just killed them. Yeah, it could. Him. Yeah, yeah, it could well be. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, we go back up onto the Liberator, and Avon asks Blake if he's okay. Are you all right? He's a hard man to rescue when he doesn't want to be rescued. More to the point, are you yourself? What happened? Why aren't we at Del Ten? What's going on, Evan? Why don't you just say thank you nicely? What are we all standing around for? Or has the Federation disappeared? Our problem is to find Star One, if you hadn't forgotten. I'm sorry to have to inform you that he is himself, all right? What are we all standing about for, says Blake, you know, and I, th I thought we were trying to find, you know, Dockerley and stomps off again. And uh... yeah, but but you can tell this is Blake. Blake yes. Even though Avon makes a little joke, you can tell Bl Gareth Thomas is back to the tone of his yep. voice is Blake. Yes. So yeah, good. yeah, yeah, yeah. And mm. I do like I mean, you know, we've said before, yes. you know, sometimes yeah. these like comedy endings aren't too comedic I don't, basically. yeah but, uh, i don't mind a comedy ending if it's funny yeah, this is a good one and it's funny yeah. yeah if it's situational funny not there's a, in a comedy line mm. it, this yeah this is one of the the classics yeah i'm sorry to have to tell you that he is himself <laughs> right yeah <laughs> it's a good good last line that because blake never thanks any of them no does he? no no get. get right okay so that's it venglin's dead down on atlay yeah. um so we'll Talk about behind the scenes. We just said, yeah, filmed at Wembley Conference Centre. Um, did you say that's where the snooker came from? An awful lot. Yeah, they used to do the snooker uh, from there mm. on that sort of thing, and then, but I think it was either cause it, the main snooker came from I think like the Crucible, didn't it? And then the the crappiest stuff came from. Oh, uh, okay, all right. Um, but I I can remember being sat in that very room uh, watching. They they did some talks in the model engineering exhibition. Right, right. And I can remember being sat in that exact room. It's just it's bizarre. So you, you you've it, been it, to a Blake yeah. Seven location. Yeah, a location. Wow. Not yeah, not one to shout about. But. <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay. Right. What have I got? Okay. This story was commissioned on the third of April, nineteen seventy-eight. Okay, and in a very early draft, only a month later. It has mention of Blake failing at an, an alliance with aliens. Oh. Now, we were saying last week, you know, that we never saw mm. any sort of like alien race or anything like that, you know, in, in any large degree. But uh, mm. yeah, in an early version. Um, oh, I'm glad they dropped yeah, it. Yeah, it, it says it's possibly a reference to a now lost story proposal. Okay. But you have to wonder why would aliens bother? They're not being bothered by the Federation, so why would they bother trying mm. to help Blake unless it was to conquer the galaxy? Mm. Mm. Um, Which we said last week that it's, it's so much the better for not having that. Yes, indeed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, 
it this story it then spent some time moving up and down the release schedule you know it went up and down up and down mm-hmm. and uh, and it did spend some time right after horizon okay this would have followed horizon yeah. which makes sense because in that the crew are looking for somewhere to rest aren't they because they're all stressed yes. out yeah. and uh, and you know it seems to be at the beginning of this story they're, they're stressed out again, yeah 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 that they're more concerned with being stressed out than trying to find dockerly yeah which makes sense. Mm, mm. Yeah, and also I'm I'm looking here at the, the 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 actual release order for season two and voice from the past. The last time we saw Travis before this was uh, hostage, okay, right, where he was on the run from the um, yeah uh, yeah uh, from um, thingamajig. Yeah, we episode six was trial where he escaped and he he, he yeah. became a. a, a uh, on the run the next one he was in was Hossage he wasn't in Countdown was he so yeah. the next one is Voice from the no. Past and the next one after this is Gambit you know where we've yeah. we've spoken about that about Krantor but so we're coming it, yeah. back to it for Dockerley so yeah. It, yeah so it sort of fits because in, in Hostage he's still got his Federation uniform and he's got he's clean shaven mm. and in this one he's got the stubble and in the next one he's got the uh, the gunfighter outfit. So yeah, it it sort of it flows quite well. Yeah, because does that, doesn't he in trial at the end of trial? Serverland says, you know, that, that there's no one more free than a dead man. You know, officially you're a renegade, but uh, unofficially, yeah. you know, help me. So that's why he's now working for Serverland again, isn't he? He's he's on yes, the run, but yeah, he is working for Serverland. Serverland's feed, feeding him the the stuff he needs to track down mm, Blake. Mm, yeah, um, but yeah, it's. So it does, yeah. It does actually yeah. work. Um, Brian Crouch has got an anecdote about how you know when he's in the Chavan outfit because you know yeah. uh, it takes time to put him in it and out of it that he would uh, he would stay in the costume you know between setting up for the next shot and uh, yeah. at, at one point he fell asleep in a chair and they took off that pink medallion right as a joke. Yeah. Do you know what they put on him instead? No. This uh, now nowadays, I, I'm sure back then, you, you, you know, it, it raised a laugh. Now I don't think he will be dining out on this anecdote. They put a Jim will fix it badge on him. <laughs> you know, I don't think Brian Crouch <laughs> will be mentioning that much no. at conventions uh, anymore. No, uh, that's yeah, it's a bit embarrassing now. Mm, isn't it? Mm, tis tis now. Oh yeah. Um, right, Ven Glind himself, old Richard Bebb. Okay. He has done a ton of TV work, right? But he's down there with the mutoids on the genre tallies. He, yeah, he really yeah. is. Uh, I imagine he plays a lot of civil service. Yeah, and he's in that. Crown Court and things like that, yeah. you know, barristers and things like that. Um, yeah. um, he's only got a genre tally of two. Wow. Yeah, that, that is, is very low. Blake 7 being one of them, and the other one being the Avengers. I have to look into what he played in the Avengers. I yeah. bet it was a barrister or civil something. Servant. It'll be a civil a barrister, servant. Yeah. I bet it was. Yeah. I have to look into that. Yeah. Um, but it could have been, and of course he's got no who tally or anything like that, but he could have had a third one, right? And he could have had a Star Wars tally because he yeah. actually uh, went up for a role in Return of the Jedi. Now, who do you think he went up for in Return of the Jedi? Um, I, I could have seen him as the Emperor. Good choice, no, mm. uh, but you're very close. Um, I mean, other other than that, one of the um, the imperial 
Is it is it the guy that was building the new Death Star that wet himself when he, uh, the Emperor was? Going? No, no, no. He, no cooler no. than that, and and I I can see it. I mean, I when I found that fact out, I was looking at him, and I can totally see it. He went up for the role of the unmasked Darth Vader at the end. Really? Yeah. The one oh, that yeah. Sebastian Shaw got. Yeah, Sebastian Shaw. Yeah, got. and I was looking at him. Yeah, if you ignore that silly little beard that he had, he's got yeah. quite a noble oh. brow, and he's got a, he's he's got good features. That would have been brilliant if uh, he had kept the beard <laughs> and they Luke took the helmet off and he's just got a little beard sticking. Yeah, no, that wouldn't have worked because if it, when he had the Darth yeah. Vader helmet on, you'd have little grey bristles sticking out through that little grill at the bottom of the helmet. That wouldn't have worked. Yeah, that would have been yeah. good. I thought you were going to say he was like Admiral Ackbar or something. No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah. I, I could, I could see him. I could see him in that role. You know. Yeah, I think he'd be yeah. good. I think Brian Croucher could have played. Um, Admiral Akbar, couldn't he, and used his Shivan voice for it. <laughs> He's a trap! That was very good. That was very good. Thank you. <laughs> uh, next section is, was it worth it? Now, we can't... It doesn't really apply to this story, does it? No, because they've not, they've not instigated it themselves. No, it's not through choice that this happens. Yeah. I mean, for Servalan, it was worth it. She got rid of the rebellion. Yeah. Although, to be fair, she'd got rid of it before, and this was just to embarrass... Uh, the the ground. Yeah. It um, wasn't worth it for the yeah, ground or or Vaglind. No, I mean, I I think for the audience it was worth it because it's a good old uh, laugh of an episode. But um, no, I, I I don't think there was there was no there wasn't a, pl- a minus, but there wasn't really a plus no. for our team. No. Was there? They nothing really happened. Yeah, and, and if they were very stressed at the beginning, they're not exactly relaxed they're at the end of it, are they? Are, yeah. You know. Mm. All right, okay, next bit, uh, shout-out time. Oh, I like a shout-out. Yeah, a different shout-out this this week. It's a shout-out to one of our Facebook friends. Yes, yes. Uh, David Robbins, who's a frequent uh, commentator on on our things on Facebook. Thank you, David. He's pointed out that we're flaming idiots because last week's episode was we talked about aliens and it was David who pointed out to me that uh, we missed off the ultras. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> how embarrassing you know is that? Yeah, uh, I'm not surprised to be honest. Mm. Um, yeah, uh, w- w- actually, we were just seeing who would notice that first. It, uh, oh yes, of course. Deliberate. Yes, I'd forgotten yeah. about that. Yes, yes. I totally. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I remember you saying to me before. Let's not mention the uh, uh, whoever the hell we missed how off. How could the, we have missed off yeah. the ultras? They clearly state, yeah. you know, we know a lot about the human race. There it is in in the yeah. script that they're not from Earth. You know. So, yeah, and it, and, and it was only after thinking about that, and I was thinking about Ultra World and everything. It's like, hang on, we didn't talk about the system either. Yeah. To be fair, we perhaps we should have only done episodes that we've watched in this. Uh, we've watched movie. the one about the system, though. We, we've got no That's excuse true. for that. Even more embarrassing. <laughs> oh yeah. So oh, yeah, dear. thank you, David, for making us feel foolish <laughs> because yes. we are. Yes. Thank, yeah, thank you. Yeah, all yeah. right. Okay. You're banned. <laughs> Let's block him. <laughs> all right, so that's it. That's this week over. Um, yeah. a, a nice longer I enjoyed, episode. I enjoyed, yeah, I enjoyed I enjoyed the episode, and I enjoyed talking about it. Um, I think it's got a duff reputation. I think we need to re- rehabilitate voice from the do past. You, do you know, you know how we say about, you know, even, you know... Uh, some of the stories, you know, that, that they haven't got much money and, you know, some of the effects are a bit iffy. You can actually say that yeah. about Chavan because it is an appalling yes. disguise and it's an appalling voice. But I don't mind it. I, I, I don't mind it. No, I don't mind it. It's um, It works for me. 
I think it's it, it's hilariously bad, but it 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 sort of fits, mm. you know. But yeah, it's this is one episode where I I don't think throwing money at Blake Seven would usually improve it much. Mm. But I think, and it, actually, that's probably wrong. Not even throwing money at this episode, just having a competent behind the scenes production. Mm. So don't have it so it's edited to the point where you've no idea what's going on. You know, don't film it in Wembley, mm. or if you are, put a bit of cardboard <laughs> over the modern signs. Um, little things like that could have solved mm. it. Mm. Saying to Brian Croucher, "Stop that, Brian! <laughs> Stop that! We need to understand. Just do your comedy German accent instead." I tell you what, we we've said again and again mm. today about you know what a great actor Gareth Thomas is. For him to keep a straight face when he he's introduced yes. to Shavan, I was yeah. watching that bit, and he does. He's got a complete straight face as Brian Croucher yeah. is doing that voice, you know. I know. That I would have been pissing yeah. myself on yeah. the scene. Yeah. What did he say? What did he say? <laughs> All right. Okay. So that's that, that, that's today over. Uh, so we're looking towards next week. And next week is our birthday, isn't it? It is. It's what a milestone to hit upon so quickly 50 50 episodes and and our birthday as well so did did you think when we started this that we would reach the halfway point yes yeah i i i I knew i knew we would do it because you 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 and i are fans of the show and uh and we enjoy talking about it i didn't know whether anybody would actually bother listening that's come as a very nice surprise that's a lovely surprise and it's I mean, because we were both unsure about the format mm. to start with, weren't we? That, that would this work in this sort of with Blake Seven? And I think it has. I think it's because mm. um, um, Anne the other day uh, was sort of saying that why don't why didn't you watch it in order? Which I immediately leapt on, saying, "Do you want to watch it in order? Because <laughs> we can." But she didn't. Um, but she she didn't know why we didn't watch it in order, and I was sort of saying that that we we were doing it on the characters and you can't have all the good characters at the start at the mm. start um which sort of makes sense uh but yeah i i think it's i think it's worked mm. no, no i mean th- people people seem to yeah, like it yeah which is amazing and i'm thoroughly enjoying it um yeah I'm not really, only the recording yeah. and the podcasting and the assembly and the podcasting but seeing you know the feedback uh on the facebook page yeah. and putting things on the facebook page yeah no yeah it's good yeah it's always um i mean it's it's enjoyable from beginning to end because it's. I'm enjoying watching the episodes with a bit more critical eye. You you watch them in a different way. I'm I'm loving the recordings. I mean, it's highlight of my week. Um, but then you're right. I'm also I love the fact that people are listening and seem to enjoy it and will comment and we're hopefully um, giving them a you know a few minutes entertainment each week. <laughs> a few minutes, a few seconds in each in, seconds, in each episode. Yeah. Yes, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, join us next time. Um, as I say, it's going to be episode 50. Uh, we're going to be talking about Lom from Power Play. Uh, we said we would come back to Power Play. Um, I mean, last time it was Clegg, wasn't it? Good old Clegg when was, we were yeah. last talking Power Play. But it seems so long ago. It was a very long time ago. Um, so we're going to talk about Lom. Um, but we're also going to do what we did in episode 25. Is Ian and I were going to pause and check who are our favourite guest characters are over this first 50 of the episodes. Um, and it's going to be competition time too, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. People can win something. You can win something effort. physical. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And it's not a neck brace or a glass eye. 
And it's not one of those Marvel no prize. It's not a no prize. It's an actual, actual thing. So tune in next week to uh, find out all about that, okay? And find out how you might win. All right. Thank you then, Ian. No problem. Enjoy this I'm going to go on eBay now and look up um, how much um, neck braces are and pink medallions and glass eyes. Well, if 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 this costume costs you more than a teller, I'll be surprised. <laughs> I've just remembered I have got a glass eye. I've, I've well, no, not oh, not me, not really? me personally. <laughs> you hide it well. No, I've I, I've got a lion's glass eye. Oh, yes. I'll tell you about that another day. All right. Yeah, well, I've got a lion's glass eye. <laughs> like like a lot of Blake Seven, I think the more interesting things that we could talk about are in the throwaway yes, lines. Yeah, I've got a lion's glass eye. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. He was a throwaway lion. (laughs) All right. Okay. To be continued. All right. Right. Yes. Yeah. Looking forward to the 50th. Cheers, Ian. Bye. Bye. Thanks, Eric. Bye.